Kungaloosh, Viva Gaian, let's say La Bonton Roulet. See, oh. let's let the good times roll. Let's say Le Bonbon to you too. <laughs> it's Mardi Gras. Aye! Yeah. Nope, that's not. That's Who's got their shirt off? That's Mardi Gras. It's cold yeah. here. No, it's cold here. Oh. oh, it's hot here. Skipper Dick, you got your shirt on or off? Um, I mean, it's on now, but if you got some beads, I'll take it off. Oh, we got I got tons of beads. So. Fucking tourists. <laughs> uh, welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. My name's Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. Also on the East Coast, as always, we've got Rhiannon. Oh, I hate you all. I love it. And way out on the west coast of the great United States of America, we have Skipper Dick Ritchie. That is me. Yes. Yep. yep. That is Something me. Something very important happened this week. Um, I'm it was afraid Skipper to ask Dick what? Ritchie's birthday. Yeah, which oh. you never told anybody about. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, a lot of people knew. Okay, well, not us, your bestest friends in the whole wide world. Uh, Junkie yeah. actually said happy birthday to me. Uh, according to him, he didn't know. And that, like, I didn't know until after. that day. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. I knew day of, yes. I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that's like, hey, it's my birthday, somebody say hi to me. Well, happy birthday, Skipper Woo! Dick Ritchie. Thank you. Wait, since, since when are you not needy? Oh, I'm needy. I just... Exactly. I like to weasel my way into. We uh, let's hey, let's be fair. All three of us might be the most needy people on the planet. Fuck you. You guys need to see the the uh, pre-show text and messages that go back and forth. It's everybody's sob story about why their schedule is more important than everyone else's. Um, I think the only real bitch point here is that you wouldn't answer your phone for two hours. So, just I'm throwing that out there. It's Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. I Mardi Gras. Nice transition. <laughs> oh my gosh! I Big see week, what you did there. Yeah. Um, Skipper Dick Ritchie is coming off probably the most exciting couple days of any of the three of us because really? he just got back yeah. off the train today from the Disneyland Resort. Woo! That was so much fun, and yeah, I mean. I took a train. I took the early train so I could get back in time so we could do this thing a little bit. Right. Earlier. Yeah. Um, How'd that work out for you? I mean, we're still an hour before when, you know. Are we? Almost. By my cat, we're like 40 minutes. We're, we're close. We're close. Which Disneyland! Okay. Yep. There's that transition. Disneyland! Thing. Disneyland. I love it. Um, What'd you do out there? Uh, I drank a lot. I went to the Haunted Mansion. I was super disappointed in their lack of Mardi Gras festivities. Oh, wah, wah. I know, right? Mm. With the whole entire part of your park, uh, you know, New Orleans Square, you would imagine that those guys would do something for well, Disneyland. They, yeah, they've been doing it up. They did that big thing, uh, the uh, the Spanish thing we talked about a few months ago. They've been doing a lot of different things. They did the, the Chinese New Year. Yeah. So I, I actually got up early figuring I was going to go, and uh, I skipped Mickey Waffles. So that I could get uh, Mickey beignets, which are delicious. And delicious? Yeah, they're really, really good. And uh, and I'm there, and I'm just like, so what's the plan? What, what are we doing for Mardi Gras today? And the lady, her response is, every day is Mardi Gras at New Orleans Square. Bullshit. That's yeah. what I told her. I said, you know what? Every day same as you. Yeah, same as you. Um, yeah, not, yeah, not impressed. Not impressed. How do they say, hey, Rhiannon, maybe you know this. How do you uh, say, <laughs> let the mediocre everyday times roll? Hi, welcome to Disneyland. 
Oh, okay. oh shit. No, I think it's more like Le Jus en Pompon, Saint Lavoie Blanc. Okay, good. Well, that's yes. how they did. So mm. nothing special for Mardi Gras in New Orleans Square. No, they, they threw out maybe a handful of beads to the people that rope dropped that part of the park. And that was it. Meanwhile, I, back at Universal. I know. They've been celebrating New Year, <laughs> Mardi Gras for like four weeks. And they still have another eight weeks to go. Yeah, it's the dawn up, of the season. Yep. Uh, so basically what you're saying, Rand, I don't really know yeah. a lot about Mardi Gras culture. No, let me help you. Um, basically, they're doing it backwards, right? Like, yes. Mardi Gras should start. At the be- almost the beginning of the year, or, you know, or whatever, and move till this is the end, the culmination. Yeah, um, yeah. So the way Mardi Gras actually works in New Orleans and surrounding cities that celebrate it, um, I don't know the exact time frame. Like I think it might be four to five weeks out parade start, and obviously the closer you get to Mardi Gras Day, the better the parades get. Right. Um, so really, the weekend before Mardi Gras, and especially. Lundi Gras, the day before, Monday, um, those are the best days, and that's when everyone goes nuts. Mardi Gras itself actually is pretty lame, because what happens, at least in New Orleans, is that um, come midnight of Mardi Gras, they shut that shit down, and they literally get out the fire hoses and just clean out Bourbon Street, and they kick everyone out, and they usher everybody out which at maybe, midnight at midnight which maybe like oh. to us like adults is like oh that's kind of late but when you live there that's early yeah so no that's, that's early that's what i'm saying right so that's why um when i lived there i actually i don't think i really ever once celebrated mardi gras on mardi gras because i was usually hung over and asleep until 2 p.m um because i was out celebrating lindy gras until you know three or right. four o'clock in the morning maybe dawn i don't know um so yeah, so Mardi Gras itself is actually yeah, it's it's the slower day and it's the hungover day. But you do get it off if you live in New Orleans. Nobody's open for business yeah. on Mardi Gras. Good. Great. Yep. So, yeah, I, I mean, I guess that is. It's funny you say that. Like I, I think that's something that most people like myself or people out of town would have no idea that if you went on Mardi Gras day that it, you know midnight they are, it's time to go home. You, you, yeah. You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. And what they do is, so part of the whole, like, cleaning out the streets they do, um, they actually gather up all of the trash that's accumulated in the quarter and around the quarter, and they weigh it. And that is how they determine how successful Mardi Gras was that year, by the weight of the trash that they gather. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that right there is a three o'clock parade. There you go. Special fact. Yeah, that, that is. That, this is actually a factual fact. This is true. That is a factual podcast factual? fact. Yeah. Did we fact. learn that from somebody from Los Angeles? Uh, I don't know if it. What? Uh, we should. Wait. <laughs> We've decided that if we're going to have a fact checker, that they should probably be from Los Angeles. Because everybody from Los Angeles, know, like they can never be okay. wrong. Okay. I don't. I feel like I'm not in on the joke right now. I'm sorry. Well. We need Aaron in here, our fact checker, to. Uh, oh, okay. I, I saw him. Okay. I saw him over the. I saw him yesterday. Um, he's been really busy. I asked him if he was ever going to send in a fact checker segment. He said mm-hmm. yes, and then he got really upset that last week's show was cut short. So I guess he wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah no, there was a lot of people. I don't Michael Sheehy, let's talk to him. <laughs> Boy, he was not happy. He was not happy with the level. Let's let's go to this. He was okay. not happy with the level of details mm-hmm, provided mm-hmm. about the Mr. Monkey yeah. first meeting. Let's not call Which... that the date. That's the date is the Universal trip. Let's be honest. Uh, what you say? Well, no, not even the second date. I, I think the 
first meeting was a date. Okay. It felt well, date-like. Did it? Okay, great. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, like, you know, when you I, go I out with a guy correctly. and then, like, your mother pays for it. Like, how is that not a date? <laughs> That's a strong point. So, <laughs> It's very yeah. old-fashioned. So, I felt like it was an arranged marriage or something. There was, so not She only- approved of him, by the way. She oh, did. nice. Good. Yeah. Yes. She, she liked Mr. Monkey. She did. Oh, my gosh. I thought he was delightful. Man. Was that, it, his handler, too. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Did she actually <laughs> enjoy the monkey or, you know, drunky oh, the, breaking that third wall and ruining uh, it? Like, well, what part What part did she like? Yeah. No, I mean, I think she was, you know, more delighted with Mr. Monkey and his handler. I don't know. Drunko just stumbling onto the scene. I mean, talk about a, um, wait, one, two, three, four, fifth wheel, you know. Ooh. I'm offended, but I'll <laughs> I I felt it was great. I like to be there to document what happened because Yeah, I was, I'm still waiting for those pictures, by the way. Uh I believe your mother has the majority of the pictures. Oh my. Oh. I was told once by you never to take pictures, so No, that's not true. I, I, I want final approval on all pictures oh. before they reach social media. So you don't like you just, you just no posting, I see. Exactly. So so how do you feel about the level of detail? Do you feel you've shared enough details for the listeners at this point? It's all hazy. What yes. did I say last week? I don't know. Um, Maybe it was so, good. It was good. I, I had a good time. Speaking, I'm looking for more monkey love. I don't know. I'm telling you. He, well, here's what happened. I got to tell you, there's a little Mr. Monkey update. Yeah, Mr. I saw Monkey update. Mr. Cheating <laughs> on me again with you. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. That happened, mm. too. He went mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. today. Um, I actually had an opportunity to go over to Walt Disney World today and um, spend a little time. And I'm sitting there and I get a um, – he posts uh, that he's there for a job interview. Yeah, I saw that. So I actually got to go over and say hi to him for a moment before he went in his job interview. You know, he needs – you know, I feel like – give you Moral know, support. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Some of the good, you know, drunky charm will rub off, rub off on him <laughs> before he goes in. But he made a good point, Rhiannon. If he gets this job – you better hurry up and get to Universal quickly, because he's mm, going to be. He touche. might. He might. So we need to move up the date. The the oh, date of right. this date. The date of the date. Okay. Is he saying that he's going to leave Universal? Yeah, I uh, I turned him. Nice. Our one date was very powerful. Good. We call that the mm-hmm. power of the parade. The, the, the Mardi Gras parade. parade. Yeah, the three o'clock parade. The three o'clock Mardi Gras parade. So anyway, to so make a long story short. Too late. <laughs> Miss. It's time to move up the date of your universal trip, Rhiannon. Okay. So let's make it happen. Okay. So Mardi Gras, um, I was able to go to um, over to the Port Orleans French Quarter today, which was actually really cool. I'd always heard that every year on Mardi Gras, they do a parade of the Pargo golf carts. That's um, cool. It was really cool. So, I mean, for those of you that are, I mean, I'm assuming, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that Port Orleans French Quarter is a resort at Disney that is themed to New Orleans. Um, so, to make a lot, so, what I, so I went over there and it started at 10 o'clock. Um, and it was actually way cooler than I expected. I posted a video of it and there were, um, there was a good crowd that showed up. Yeah. Must be nice to have that Tervis money. Yeah. The fat Tervis cash. So, you sit there and actually, not only was it six floats where they each department at um, the resort, like housekeeping and uh, engineering and the front office, front desk, they each had a 
a separate float, and they were themed to um, board games was their theme this year. So they come through, and there was a good crowd, and they came through. Each each one had music, and they were handing out candy. And the, the, um, go check out the video. It's actually really cool. The last one was a uh, Darth Vader float, and it was awesome. You got to see it. It was a- right. None of this sounds very Mardi Gras-esque to me. What board game is that? Well, that's a good point. Right? That's what I was thinking. Every other one, they did Monopoly. There was Candyland, Shoots and Ladders, Chess. And then here comes this big old Darth Vader head down, down the street, right? And after it passes, you turn around, and they had kind of cheated. Let's put it that way. Because the back of the Darth Vader, it's like Star Wars-themed memory. <laughs> As if they had used oh, a memory geez. game. And the, the guy clearly... The guy clearly wanted to do Star Wars and just found a loophole. Mm. Yeah, I was hmm. gonna say it's not like the giant Yahtzee that you put the dice in and. But but what were their throws like? Not not impressive. Yeah, not impressive. No. They were basically dumping candy at people's feet. That's not Mardi Gras. Yeah, but Fuck in you. in their in their defense, it was very close quarters. Like you were literally like a foot away from the person, so they would have to throw it basically at your face. Well. That's not how any of this works. Watch the video. I don't want he, to. He likes you to watch his YouTube video because he believes Yay. that he can monetize it. <laughs> I That's, don't. That seven cents comes in handy so I can go uh, <sighs> back to Port Orleans French. Club. Right at 10 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. That seven yeah. cents comes in really handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that they Disney, a Disney tie to Mardi Gras that was actually really cool. So I was, that was a nice addition. And you said, Rich, there was not much going on at Disneyland? No, Ralph Brennan's in... Uh, Ooh. Right? I've been there! That place had stuff going on for Mardi Gras, but Disneyland did not. Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't know what that is. Uh, well, the Go ahead. Brennan family, um, they're very famous in New Orleans. They have many, many amazingly wonderful restaurants in New Orleans. And so um, they apparently opened one up at Disneyland. And oh, cool. I, I was fortunate enough to get to dine there when I was there last year. Where's that? Downtown Disney? Yeah. Hmm, very cool. Yep. So, like, what'd they have? Like, special drinks or food or what'd they do, Rich? Skipper Dick Richie. We lost him. No, you didn't, you didn't lose me. I, uh, I was actually bringing up the little photo that I took of their oh. festivities. Um, starts. It's from 11 a.m. Uh-huh. to 10 and they just have the same food that they have every day. But they had live – are they going to have live jazz bands, uh, what they call Bourbon Street Specials? So they're going to have uh, a bit of beer for $5, $6 hurricanes. They're going to do a costume contest. Free beads for kids. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, they don't deserve <laughs> That's violating some laws if they use those later. Red beans and rice, traditional gumbo, creole, jambalaya, you know, all the mm. same. All the stuff, but it was it was decorated. It was cool. They were already giving out beads. Um, I had a pool boy. It was delish. You had a pool boy? I had a pool boy. boy. <laughs> the pool boy. Pool boy. Not a pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of um, Disneyland and Mardi Gras and New Orleans, New Orleans Square, right? Yep. Is You said you went on the Honey Mansion. Is it still um, Christmas? <laughs> oh no no no! They just they just recently reopened it, so it's back to the uh, to its original haunted. Okay, state. like so it takes them what about a month? It looks like it was about a month and a half to. Uh, yeah, about a month. Take they, they take it down. 
Which do you prefer of the two? They're both they're both great. I love them both. I, I I'm a big fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, and uh, do you feel that the layover is worth it to have the attraction down for as long as it is before and after? Yes. Really? Okay. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'd be pissed. I'd be so pissed if they did that, and I showed up to go on my my ride. My ride. It's mine. Yeah. And it was down for some stupid overlay. So my question is, which one do you like more? Do you like the Disneyland with the Hackbox Ghost? Or do you like the Walt Disney World with the uh, Crazy Steps? Um... So, I feel like a total fucking asshole, but I didn't notice the hat box ghost when I was there. He may not have. Well, maybe he was. Yeah, it, was I it think after? I think it was right at the same. Like it might have been maybe. right after. So either I'm an asshole or it wasn't there. Where in the probably where both. in the ride yeah, yeah. is he? Is he in the graveyard scene or is he no, in the house? So as you leave the attic, which. This part kind of bothers me because the whole story is that you're actually committing suicide and jumping out of the attic. That's why you fall backwards and you actually see the building go away from you and you land and die. Oh, I love the haunted man. Man, that is awesome. I did yeah. not know that. That makes me so, so happy. Good. So what they did is that little window that you normally supposed to be jumping out of, they've extended it and put a little like balcony. And now the hatbox hmm. ghost kind of says like, hey, like, good luck. <laughs> good luck on your jump. Okay. Back. Yeah, I. I don't think I'm that much of an asshole. I think I would have noticed that. Yeah. So yeah, I, so yeah I don't think it was there. <laughs> he's right there. You, you you go through the okay. attic. Yeah. You see the bride on the on the left hand side, and then just as you as you uh, exit the attic, um, where it was normally just a big black spot, is now yeah. the hat box ghost, and and he's super cool. I I love him. No, I I distinctly remember not enjoying it as much as Disney World. And I can't really put into words why, because granted, it's been a year now and whatever. But there was something about it that I felt wasn't as immersive. And yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I'm going to have to go with Disney World in that one. Yeah. And it's funny because on the immerse, like I actually, I love them both. Like I have a hard time deciding which one I like more. But I feel on the immersive side that since it actually is a stretching room and an elevator Unlike the one at Disneyland where you don't really go, or at Disney World where you don't go anywhere. Well, it's a stretching room. It stretches. Yeah, but you're not you're not actually going down. So, and they never tell you you are. They just like, I'm what's just happening? Is it, is it stretching? Is it not? You're not doing anything. You're just They're standing there you. on the floor. It's um, a stretch room. It stretches. And then and then you you walk through that hall, uh, and you don't have that like funnel area where they crowd everybody. Oh yeah, in. yeah. So like at Disneyland, they have like that weird like kind of was it like a. Um, like, uh, shit, what's the term? Um, an observatory sort of feeling? Yeah. Very cool. Not an observatory. What's the fucking thing um, bother me? I'll come back. It's okay. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's just that hallway that has the picture. They use it in came. a, yeah, it's in the, the clue. The, exactly, yeah, yeah. The, observatory, you, is it? It's not observatory. It's conservatory. Uh, conservatory. Conservatory, yes. there you yes, go. Yes, they have a conservatory. And I have to say, as much as I liked it, I think they could have done better at it. So I, I found myself in the conservatory thinking, this is a cool concept, but I don't think it was executed as well as that hallway that you're in at the Magic Kingdom. But you're not even in that hallway in the Magic Kingdom. Like, At, at least we know what, where Rich stands on this. Rich is... Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. Agree I disagree. Yeah, no, I, and I love the one at the Haunted Mansion because I think the steps... 
the little like Escher looking steps are really yeah, cool. very Escher, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then the the new animation for the Hitchhiking Ghost really makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I'd like well, to that. That part's great. So, so, so you're saying that he actually is trying to stop you from killing yourself? The Hatbox Ghost? No, I think he's like welcoming you, like <laughs> sucker. Ah, so he's luck, like, do sucker. it, do it, jump. Yeah, oh yeah, jump. yeah. I think everybody. You know you like, want to. Everybody is mm. is kind of pushing you to that. Nice. God. If I ever kill myself, it's going to happen at the Haunted Mansion. To bring it back to (laughs) there, what do you think? Now, that is kind of an interesting point about Disneyland versus Walt Disney World about the Haunted Mansion. One of them, Disneyland, is actually in New Orleans Square, which does not exist in Walt Disney World. So which of those, which theme do you like? Do you like more the, the East Coast look? of um tr- colonial america or do you like the new orleans plantation look i like the plantation look i actually prefer the east coast look and the reason for that i think is because i've actually lived in both regions and so having lived in new orleans um i don't i don't look at the disneyland haunted mansion and think oh new orleans yeah sure like eh, i don't know it really could kind of be anywhere Whereas the Haunted Mansion and Disney World, um, having been through different regions, I think they specifically are basing it sort of in that like Westchester sort of county of New York. Um, and, and having been through there multiple times, the mansions there, yeah, you can see it. And so, I don't know. I think it just kind of resonates more with me. But I like them both. I'm not Yeah, right. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to say. Yeah. Like, I just feel that one is more like, more like I don't want to say scary, but almost menacing like like i like the way at disneyland how you get really cl- like you walk up under the pat the porch uh to yeah. the haunted mansion and kind of more like tower of terror yeah and you're looking you know, more like that yeah you're looking up at it and it's just like this like even though it only looks like two stories it's like you know it's actually the building's actually yeah. like three or four so it's got that really like forced perspective and yeah i just i don't know, know. i think again part of it is I I love, 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 love the concept of having New Orleans Square, but I feel like they could have done more with it, and so it sort of disappoints me, or disappointed me when I saw it, to, I don't know, it was like, now, Are you oh, speaking just of the mansion, or New Orleans Square in general? All of it. Oh, so that was, that was what I wanted to bring up next, was New Orleans Square, it's so, that, you know, there are many differences between Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, but... One of the major differences is Liberty Square and yeah. and versus um, I think, New Orleans Square. Yeah, and that's part of it is like, you know, obviously we cannot go back in time and visit <laughs> what Philadelphia looked like in the 1600s. So we just have to imagine this is a lovely recreation of that. <laughs> Whereas New Orleans Square, you can go to New Orleans and right. you can see that. And then you can go to Disneyland and go, oh, because... And I think it's kind of funny that the actual real thing is more vibrant and more detailed and more interesting than what Disney could have done with it. So that's why I was a little bit disappointed. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying I disliked it. I'm just saying that I think they could have done more. Yeah. Well, they definitely so, could have done more with Mardi Gras, that's for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. They, um, Rich, I want to ask you, because you're, you're out there, and you're, you know Disneyland sort of, of on the podcast, that's your sort of home, par- home park. It's my park. Um, so <laughs> sticking with the Port Orleans, I mean, uh, 
New Orleans Square theme. Where were your feels when they made the changes out there to the Club 33 facade and that whole Court of Angels stairs outrage? Like, Where were you on that one? So, yeah, I'm actually, I was not happy when they got rid of the Court of Angels because that was one of the things that was really cool. And, you know, it, it was an area that was set aside that wasn't about, like, you didn't go there to buy souvenirs. You didn't go there to, like, see, even though every once in a while they'd have a character meet and greet. It was just, like, a quiet area of Disneyland that you could just go and sit and just enjoy, you know, just being, like, there. Um, and then when they got rid of it to make it part of the restaurant, I was just, I, I think it was kind of cheap. Um, but they are, you know, what can you do? They expand So I, I don't know enough about it. Do you? Let me ask you a question. Um, have you been in Club 33 since this happened? No, I have not been I'm in curious, Club 33. Is, well, I mean, you probably know, though. Is it... Do those stairs in that Court of Angels still exist back behind that wall? or And, and now it's just part of the restaurant? and Or is it just gone completely? No, no, no. They're still there. The steps are there. Um, I was actually kind of poking my, you know, around the door trying to trying to see what was going on back there. But, yeah, they're, the steps are still there and the court's still there. And Do people um, that go to Club 33 get to go out there and hang out? I think you can. I think it's like a waiting room, and I think they also use it for like uh, I don't know about convention space, but like I think you can do like private parties in uh, that so area. It does. So it really was. They literally just took it to just give to Club Thirty Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh man. So I have a question. Go. Okay. So um, I've been kind of busy lately. I haven't really been on Twitter as much as I normally am. So I apologize that this has been talked about ad nauseum but do you think there's some sort of um comparison that could be made to the conversion of the court of angels to club 33 as there is of that space that they converted into the um hostess station for skipper canteen i mean granted it's not private anybody can go there but now it's like you can't just go there for a quiet respite it's now like oh there's a bunch of people there and, and cast members and it's like you know that's an interesting comparison well they actually Uh, almost did the backwards because that front area was an area for you know that people could just go and sit around and do nothing mm -hmm. but where the rest of the restaurant was was actually private uh convention space so people used you know they used to they used to do private parties back in there also and they almost did the opposite they went and took an area that was private and made it public so that they could have an extra restaurant I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. She's talking about there was a courtyard, kind yeah. of like that, an yeah, exterior that courtyard. And I'm not. I'm not taking a position yeah. either way. I'm just wondering if there are foamers out there yeah. who got up in arms because that's no longer a space they can go. That and is have interesting. Quiet time. I know what you're talking about because that would be where you could maybe grab a Dole Whip and go uh, sit. I, I did that all the yeah, time. That was like yeah. your Dole Whip eating spot. Yeah. I never heard a peep about that, to be honest. Okay. And I, oh. I'm always in tune to outrage, and I oh, never, of course. and I, as I love outrage of the week and outrage of the mm-hmm. day, but I never heard any peep about that. That was uh, surprising. I think people were actually very positive about. I think that's what it is: is that the fact? Probably the difference is Skipper Canteen was seen as a good, exciting addition to for everyone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Club Thirty Three is like <laughs> taking something that everyone could use and saying, mm-hmm. "No, Fuck we're gonna, you. we're gonna give this to the uh, the Club Thirty Three folks." Yeah. So good. That's an interesting comparison. So any other uh, Disney New Orleans connections you guys can think of? Because I think it's pretty interesting. There is quite a connection. I mean, Walt Disney personally wanted the 
New Orleans Square in the park after a mm-hmm. trip to New Orleans. Um, and of course, we have Port Orleans here in Florida. Any other new? Any other Mardi Gras thoughts, folks? I have one. Oh, go. Okay. Um, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I maybe I'm just completely oblivious. But one thing I have not heard of that I think could have been a perfect item to include um, are, are king cakes and how that is so iconic in New Orleans around Mardi Gras and. How perfect would that be to include in some, you know, restaurant or bakery at Disneyland to have that? You can even do it in the shape of a Mickey because king cakes are typically circular, but you could do it with three circles. Yeah, for sure. They used to have a, a really nice bakery, actually, that was part of Dorland Square that, mm-hmm. you know, they closed it to make it a souvenir shop. Mm. Of course. Of course. A Pandora, probably? <coughs> uh, I don't know about Pandora, but... Well, they have that in New Orleans Square there, so... Oh, you know, no, you know what... Where the Pandora is now used to be actually be a really cool antique shop. Well, see, there you go. They fucked it up. Yeah, no, it, it was really neat. They had they would go and find some really cool old stuff and and sell it uh, out of Disneyland. It was cool. Hmm. Well, yeah, I've only been to New Orleans a few times, but I love you know. In it's kind of like old Hollywood in the same way. I love the idea of the uh, the glorified version of what New Orleans is. So that always, I always love the idea of Port Orleans and um, New Orleans Square, both of those. So very cool. Um, get into a couple news items. Oh boy. Speaking of Skipper Canteen, mm-hmm. um, they're, 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 we're, there was no reservations for a while, but now they are going to do same day reservations now. So do you <laughs> think this is going to lead to actual ADRs coming down the road? I feel like it's definitely going to happen, but that's my opinion. Rich? Oh, no. I, I Yeah, I definitely think that eventually they're going to be, um, you know, you'll be able to book it out. My question is, because I'm not as familiar with the same-day reservations, do you have to, like, sprint to the restaurant and make a reservation, or can you just wake up that morning, open up your app, book it, do you have to See, be at the guest service desk? I'm reading this right now. This is the actual Disney Parks blog entry about it. That actually has its own website. So it's not through the regular app. You actually would log into jungleskippercanteen.com or call a phone number, 407-993-1933. That, sounds, that so, sounds like something that no tourist would know about. No. <laughs> yeah, you actually have to go to a separate website. So that is weird. So... I guess you could theoretically sprint there, but it looks like you can go on here. I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't know. I will say that um, I was reading, shout out to Josh. Hey, what's up? EasyWW.com. What's up, Josh? Um, yay. <laughs> uh, I was reading his review of the Skipper Canteen the other day, and he pointed out that um, it's really pretty dead-ish there, and yeah. you don't have to wait long, and he, he hypothesized that it was because they don't take reservations, and so people who are so used to making ADRs, they don't want to take that risk of, like, are we going to get in, or we're not going to get in, right. like, oh, oh, my God, I need a plan, I need a plan. Because like, um, let me jump in real quick. I know this girl, and she's the perfect example of this. She, when she goes on a, plans a Disney trip, she actually prints out an entire schedule of every day's park hours, Fast passes, dying months in advance. Oh, that's right. I'm talking about you. Yeah. Anyways. So, but you, so you would understand that really though, that don't you like ahead of time knowing where you're going. I, I will tell you for a fact that 
I had an ADR for lunch at Liberty Tree Tavern that same day. And I had to have the very difficult conversation with my mother two days ahead of time of like, what are we going to do? And we decided to risk it and cancel the ADR for Liberty Tree Tavern and try and get in to Skipper Canteen. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm echoing Josh's sentiments and observations here that we showed up at probably 12.05 on a Thursday and there was not a single wait and we got in and it was half empty. Right. And yeah, so it's definitely, uh, you know, I'm not sure if the not having ADRs is hurting them or not, but I can just tell you if anybody out there is worried about, oh my God, can we get in? There's going to be a wait. Like, no, no, just yeah, go for it. It's the unknown, I think. I think people, yeah. when you, and then this goes for a lot, you know, a lot of vacations, but especially Disney vacations is dining has become such a big part of it. By Obviously. just yeah. you know tradition, but then also Disney even promotes their restaurants as as I mean when they opened New Fantasyland they they basically touted be our guest restaurant as an attraction you know you got to come see this so they're it, it's so weird that this one restaurant doesn't go along with everything else. Well, you know what I I want to talk for just a quick second about be our guest because ever since they put their lunch onto some kind of I I don't even know what they're doing I. I like to consider myself an expert in all things Disney. Yeah. I don't know how to get into be our guest for lunch anymore. So I, ever since they did that, I haven't been back there. And I know everyone hates it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm the only yeah. person who stands up for it. But I love their lunch there. I well, love it. I, and I haven't been back because I don't know how to work it. Right. Because, I mean, again, that's <laughs> like, another what thing. Is it's, it? it's kind of going off the tradition. I mean, you know kind of what to expect from a Disney restaurant. Well, now they're doing, I think they're doing reservations now for counter service. But it's like... It's like, it's what, like, why don't it's they like just a make it a fast pass or like you have to like order your food ahead of time? I mean, that's just weird. Yeah, but people, you know, want kind of want to fucking ADR. Why, yeah, why exactly. how is that hard? Make yeah, it why an are ADR. We, I, I agree. I think just making everything sort of the same idea, yeah. the same theory makes yeah. a lot more sense. This, this is kind of silly that we're going to have this one restaurant that does not have ADRs. And this but, other restaurant that like has some kind of ADR, but not the same as everybody else, and it's all confusing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens down the road. My guess is eventually it'll just become this. What we're saying uh, is probably what the general reaction is of just confusion Yeah. of what to do. And I mean, I do love the idea, you know, cause that, that kind of becomes a, a general debate in the Disney community about frustration over ADRs. Like, do you want to have the ADRs versus um, you show up and not having not being able to get reservations at popular restaurants? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. For what so. it's worth, for my, like, 30-second review of Skipper Canteen, um, the food was okay. Some dishes were better than others. The hot and sour soup is very good. The falafels, I love salt. They were way too salty. Um, Josh points out he thinks it's a good value for the price. I don't necessarily agree. Um, and there's something about that kind of forced interaction of like the skipper shtick that obviously some people do better with it than others both on the skipper side the performance and also on the right you know, uh, patron side um so i mean our our waitress that we had our skipper um she was lovely she was delightful and she was you know doing the spiel but it just it got to that point where it was like i know you want me to laugh out loud but 
eh, I just can I get a refill on my beverage, please? Okay, bye. <laughs> so I, I I wasn't overwhelmingly in love with the Skipper Canteen. I think I'd go back there maybe just like for the soup and leave and not spend a long time there and not purchase an entree. But anyway, yeah, that's it's... that's my quick review. Okay, I'm what, done. What room did you sit in? The main one. Okay. We didn't actually request another room, so that's I'm what sure... we said. Also, we said in the main. Yeah. Room. If I'd requested one, like I said, it was really not full, so I'm sure they would have accommodated us, but we didn't think to. So that's our bad. Yeah. See, I I still want to know, like, are you an asshole if you go in and just order like a soup and leave? That's what no, I want to know. Because I would love to go in there. So and do that. empty? No. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. Like I actually enjoyed everything that we had when we were there. I thought some of the desserts were a little bit weird, but and I'm still mm. mad that they call the congaloos a congaloos. But uh, oh, yeah, oh dessert. Ugh. No, we um. So we both had the hot and sour soup to start, and we both really enjoyed it. And then for entrees, my mother got the um, the pho, and she enjoyed it. But like I tried a bite of it and. I personally don't care for uh, Thai basil, and it was overwhelmingly Thai basil. I mean, that was all you could taste. Um, so I didn't care for it personally, but maybe somebody else who likes that would like it. Um, I got the falafels and the salad, basically as my entree. I did two appetizers, and the salad was very underwhelming. It was just your basic average salad, and it was underdressed with no real flavor. Um, and the falafels, like I said, they were super salty, so... Mm. Bye, review. Okay. I'm I done. think it's so weird that we're talking about a Magic Kingdom restaurant with that kind of food. That is kind of an interesting thing, though. No, like, I, I love so it. Huge. I love yeah. it. That I do. Cool. I really yeah. do. I still maybe, just think it's, we're, yeah, it's maybe weird we're get better. having this conversation. You know, mm-hmm. I just find it very odd that, uh, you know, Magic Kingdom known for, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we're talking hot dogs and hamburgers. It is yeah. kind of cool. That these are, these are yeah, all. Like, yeah, I know. I sound like an asshole that I'm complaining about. Oh, my God. It's too much Thai basil. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry. No, well, but no, then, no. The critique of a nice restaurant—that's yeah. just different in discussion. Skipper Dick. No, I was going to say we ordered the uh, the fish jaw, which mm-hmm. was really a meat. Like I at first I was like, really, that's what you're going to order, and uh, and then when they brought it out, it was really good. Um, uh, what else? Aaron had the mac and cheese that has like chili mixed in with it. That sounded good and looked good, but I didn't have it. I, I, I thought the mac and cheese tasted good, and I thought the chili was okay, but it wasn't like blow me away chili. Now, Aaron really liked it, but I also like really spicy things, and I, maybe that's where I kind of felt the chili was missing, was, uh, was on the spice side of it. Mm. Um, and to make a point, I don't even remember what the hell I ordered, so it didn't leave that much of an impression on me, but no. I, oh, yeah. did, I did enjoy going there. Um, our skipper was actually super entertaining. She was hilarious. And uh, she knew all her puns, so she, every time she came by, she had something funny to say. But she didn't. I don't feel that she spent too much time trying to push it on us. It was just kind of like, you know, here's your soda, a little joke, and then I'm leaving. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's how ours was too. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be disparaging at all. It's just, I think there are certain audiences, and like, know your audience. And you know, my mother and I, being tired and her just rebooking a flight to like leave early and we're like uh, it was like okay we just want our food thanks bye (laughs) (laughs) right you got to read your particular guests yeah that is it really is i mean and that's the challenge with a thing like skipper canteen um or or any of these themed restaurants where the interactions are jokes it's like 
boy, you're either the kind of person that is really good at pulling that off or you're not. And it really makes a difference at those restaurants. We had one at that uh, Whispering Canyon once. Mm. It was just painful every mm. time she came and did a joke. It's just, could you, no, I love the silliness. I, I absolutely love interacting with it. But you, but you got to make it, it's got to feel real or natural, you know, like yeah. a, a conversation. So anyway, Skipper Canteen, I'm just interested to see how the same day reservations goes. Like, hmm. I, I don't think it's going to last. I think there will be ADR shortly. No, Would I you- mean, it actually says that it's only going on for like two weeks. Yeah. It's like the they 12th gotta, through the 27th of February. They got to figure out what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of birthdays. Okay. It was mine again. It was Skipper's and... 15 years ago, Disney's California Adventure Park opened. Happy 15th anniversary to Disney's California Adventure. I was there for that. Yeah. Has any place changed more in 15 years than that park? I don't think so. It's amazing Mm -hmm. the changes that place has seen since it opened till today. Yeah. I mean, they totally redid the uh, entrance to the park. They took it from what was supposed to kind of look like I don't want to say modern day, but it was not the classic Hollywood look that, that it has now. Um, where the Carthay uh, Theater is now, that was like this terrible fountain. They added all of Cars Land. So, yeah, they've done a lot. They did a lot there. My favorite thing, and the one thing, and I know people say it was the worst attraction ever, but it's, it's the one I'm most um, fascinated with is Superstar Limo. Just don't even say what? those words. Don't even say those words. I've I want heard of this. They, they, had, they made it better off. Fan. You are better on opening off. Day. Basically, um, it, it's on YouTube. You can go on there and check it out. It's great. And there, there are a couple people that I don't watch your YouTube videos. videos. Why should I start with this? Because you got to see what this was like. It's a, it's amazing. It's almost like they talk about a, a uh, Disney having zero foresight. <laughs> they basically made an attraction all on on pop culture mm-hmm. of 19, what what year did it open? Fifteen years ago. So of course. So basically you get in a limo and they take you through Hollywood. You just arrived mm-hmm. and, and they're like, well, here's who, who's got, um, who wants to be a millionaire host? Regis Philbin. And he comes mm-hmm. out and he's like, Hey guys, who wants to be a millionaire? And, oh, like, and here's Bill Cosby. Come sit on his lap. Basically. Here's the drink like, he's offering you. Here's Drew Carey from who wants who, uh, whose line is it anyway? You know, they go through all these pop culture people that you know how it is. I mean, one year and a lot of these things change. So they literally built an attraction that was only. Well, one maybe, year. maybe if they bring it back in 20 years, it'll be considered super awesome vintage history. Um, you, I can tell you obviously hate it, rich. What do you feel about was what they did now? They've made it into what? Um, um, monsters Inc. Right. And he's gone again. We lose. Oh, no, I'm not gone. I'm here. So what, what did they, is it, it's Monsters, Inc. now? Yeah, it's Monsters, Inc. But do you feel that's an adequate, did they do a good? I love of, that ride. Yeah, the Monsters, Inc. ride is really, really so good. So you have been on it. You've just been on the new version. Yeah, I guess. I, I know it was an old version. I don't know. So, well, and remember how the Monsters, Inc. ride, like how the, the cars that you get on kind of looked like a cartoon uh, taxi? Yeah. So the, all they did was paint those from black and purple to yellow. Okay. Like that's the exact same car. And the whole idea was that all the animatronics that you saw were also caricatures of these Hollywood celebrities. So it wasn't like they even looked like, 
you know, Regis Philman or Arnold Schwarzenegger or Whoopi Goldberg, because I want to say those were like three that I remember being there. Yep. They yep. looked like really bad caricatures of them. Yeah. With like the oversized lips and the big giant nose and like the very It's square... Home Improvements, Tim Allen. Yeah, it was mm. really, really just it was it was weird. Like going through it was just like like just like a drunk nightmare of like Hollywood on a bad night. It was it was I was glad I'm glad that it's gone. I don't even like thinking about it. I'm gonna have a hard time sleeping thing... tonight. All right. Let's yeah. move on. If there's one thing Rhiannon should actually give thanks for the original mm-hmm. Disney's California Adventure is that it gave her mm-hmm. um, Patrick Warburton mm-hmm. as Soren uh, flight attendant. Yeah, he's great. Really? Yeah, that's where it was born there right. at oh, wow. Disney's California Adventure. So, well, thank you. Yeah, your favorite guy. Would you <sighs> see number one on your celebrity? List cheat list? No, that's Jason Statham. Okay, I don't know who that is, but what? I might. I, I might. The transporter? Mm. Really? What? Jason oh Statham. I'm looking up right now. Fuck yeah. Jason. How do you spell Statham? Oh, there it is. It's the third. He is the second. J- J- second Jason on Google after Jason Bourne. Well, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I know that guy. I mean, okay. come on. He's I number one. Like, okay. Yeah. But um, Patrick Warburton would be where on the list? Um, I don't know, probably like six or seven. Wow, six or seven. Wow, boy, I thought he was higher on your list. Well, if it's Harrison people, Ford's hand is number two. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's people who appear in a Disney attraction, then he's probably in the top five because so far Jason Statham is not in a Disney attraction. There's yes. always Avatar Land. Well, there's and there's all always my dreams. Um. But yeah, right now he's not. So. What about Chris Isaac? Where does Chris Isaac live in your three, three, uh, third, third uh, hottest dream? No. Chris Isaac. I don't know. I just. I mean, that. I Where do that appreciate that song. What's what's the song he did for um, <laughs> Wicked Dreams? Wicked, no, Wicked, Wicked something. Wicked Shit. game. Well, Wicked game. Wicked, Wicked games. Uh, yes. Wicked games. No, that, that is a good song. That is man. a good song. That's just sex on the beach. That's what and I'm saying. He, he did sex a song that was um, like the main song that came out of Eyes Wide Shut. Man, that was a good song. Man, when when, when they go to that party and all those people look right at Tom uh, Cruise, that is the creepiest thing in the whole world. Man. I do love me some Stanley Kubrick. Man, that is scary. Um, wait, what? Yeah. What is that noise? Uh oh. Uh oh. Is that? We haven't heard from Char yet today. I hear some mounties in the background. Is that a mountie? Is that what that is? I don't know exactly. Somebody's getting mounted in the background. Somebody's mounted in what? the Disney store. It's not me and Jason Statham. Skipper, would you do me a favor? Skipper, would you go over and check out what's going on at the Disney store up with Char? Oh, that's the magic sound of the Great White North. Hold on, drunkie. While I tune in, Char. Char, are you there? Skipper Dick Ritchie, I'm here, and boy, do I have something really great to report. Well, you have the world's attention, at least Disney Twitter's attention. Fill us in on what's going on. Skipper Dick Ritchie, you know we are a factual podcast, and we don't pretend to be starstruck or cater to the paparazzi, but we have a major celebrity in the store today. Oh, wow. Is it Mick Moranis? Please tell me it's Rick Moranis of Honey, I Shrunk the Audience fame. 
Mick Moranis. Please, Rick Moranis. No, 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 Skipper Dick Ritchie. John, the full-time cashier, is here on his day off. And out of costume, no less. Oh, man, please tell me he is dressed, though. Of course he is. This isn't last year's Polar Bear Club meeting. Not only is he dressed, but it looks like he's here not for a social visit. He's looking to buy. Oh, wow. He's there as a civilian. Hmm. Do you know what he's looking to get? He's looking at the holiday Mickeys we reported on last week. He doesn't seem interested in the Easter Mickey or the St. Patrick's Day Mickey. No, he's reached in and picked out what seems to be the last of the Valentine's Day Mickeys. Wow, Valentine's Day Mickey. Does our star have some sort of romantic interest we don't know about? Oh no, Skipper Dick Ritchie, we have a problem! There was a young girl who seems to also be here for the same plush. Tears are starting to breach the lower lids of her big, brown, beautiful eyes, and her smile has crinkled to merely a frown. Wait. Just give me a minute while I process the situation at hand. Oh my! John just noticed the little girl and has handed it over to this nearly heartbroken child. Aww. The mom appears to now be thanking him. And what I can gather from my superior lip-reading skills, he's smiling and has said no problem. But his posture reads more like that of someone boarding the Magical Express for their return flight. We Canadians are so polite, eh? Oh, he's leaving the store. Pausing as if he's hoping for something from... Yes, he is. He's looking to the inventory supply door. And, and, nope, nothing. No one is replenishing the plush, and now he's gone. What a selfless act. What a patriot. That's why he's got the status level he does, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Not just inside these Disney store walls, but throughout this great nation we call Canada. All I can say is, wow. Just, wow. Wow is right. It's not every day we see this kind of heroism unfolding right in front of our very eyes. This is Char Normando reporting live from the Disney store. Wow, that, uh, I can't believe that, that, he, that he actually did that. What a, what a selfless act. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen at the Canadian Disney store. Yeah, that's, that's why Canada has real heroes. I've never heard that. Is that a thing? Canadians have real heroes? Canada yeah. has real heroes? Um, Canada has real heroes. And we just heard the story no, of sure. one of them. Man, there you go. Um, thank you, Char. Um, <coughs> Rich, I'm, I see here on the notes you put Rich met Mark, or as he likes to call him, a young Josh Gad. What the hell are you talking about? What does this say? Do you guys know what I'm talking about here? No. Apparently Rich isn't either because he's lost again. No, I'm right here. What is like, that? Why mean? are you Rich so met, slow? Why do you keep going away? What is it? It says here Rich met Mark, or as he likes to call him, a young Josh a Gad. Young Josh Gad. Yes. Who's I Mark? I know Mark was on the West Coast this week, but you met him? No, no, not your Mark. Um, oh. I was in line to get, well, I shouldn't say I was in line. I was the line to get Mickey Beignets this morning, and this kid walks up to me that I sort of got at first, I thought, Holy shit, that's Josh Gad. Oh, and, man. Yeah. The voice I, of Olaf, right? Rhiannon's favorite character. Oh, that guy. Okay, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Olaf. And, I think uh, you're confusing it with Doom, but whatever. Either they way. do look a lot alike. What? No. What? Huh? No, I, Olaf is not my favorite character. It's Doom's favorite character. Doom and no, favorite. I do not look a lot like Subway Jared. Oh, 
shit. Um, so I'm going to go back and talk about Mark, my new friend that I met while waiting for beignets. But it was this kid that just randomly walked up to me while I was waiting for beignets. And, like, he didn't order a beignet or anything. He just sat there and stared at me. And we're the only two people hmm. at the French market. And I was like, what's going on, dude? And then he just went off about how he loves Disney and that he's going to be a singer and he wants to audition. And he, he asked me about the beignets, so he ordered them. And uh, it was just, it was, it was really, it was really out there. And then I told him, because uh, he asked what I did, and I didn't want to tell him what I do in real life because, I don't know, he's a stranger. But um, I told him that we have a podcast, and he got really excited about listening, so he might be listening today or whenever this comes out. Um, but we even rode the Indiana Jones ride together. Aw, yeah, yeah, This is he, adorable. He was just this cool kid. His name is Mark, and I wanted to give him a shout-out, and I hope that he uh, gets uh, – he wants to be a Dapper Dan. That's his dream. Aw. Hey, so, a Dapper Dan man. Got yeah. You. That's right? what Doom should do. So you should, like, take him under your wing and school him and, like, get him to be a Dapper Dan. Doom wants to be a Dapper Dan? What? No, I'm just, no, I'm just saying, I think, (laughs) like, you know, after, unfortunately, the candle business didn't work out, that he could be a Dapper Dan. Shout out to Doom. Doom got a new job. Yeah. Shout out to Doom. I'm trying trying to help him. I'm trying to be helpful. I'm trying to be, like, a nice person. No, he actually got a new job. He got a new job at a bank. Oh, he did? Congratulations to Doom. Where is he? At a bank. A bank. That's, oh, that's boring but congratulations that's good yay i mean it's not a dapper dan but you know but um do we know what bank it is just because i i I don't remember if i saw it on facebook or twitter so i don't want to say it because i don't know if it's for public use but um he is at a bank well a major bank okay doom i will now take all your money out of picture you as scrooge mcduck counting coins that is his new persona yes now, Rich, I see a new article here you said, and I want to see this. Um, this girl has spent over $14,000 to look like a Di- like Disney princesses. Yes. Oh, finally. It's not about me. Good. No, it's not. I don't think you, you've never gotten plastic surgery to look like a princess, have you, Rannon? Not yet. You don't uh, want to know what's no. crazy? I don't think this girl has actually gotten plastic surgery. Ooh. What has this, she done? This is $14,000. She's 25 years old. In makeup, dresses. Mm. Um, I mean, her eyes are like abnormally large. Like they look like, uh, you know, like those when people... pretty paintings. Yeah. Um, mm. Bratz dolls. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. These look photoshopped. These look photoshopped. I don't think they are. <laughs> right. I'm going to yeah. post this on our blog slash yeah. website. Oh, we have one of those? Yeah. And mm. I see what she's spending the money on. Not only is she doing makeup, but these costumes are like legit that she's wearing uh, there was there was some show on tlc which by the way used to be the learning channel which is now just like the bullshit channel right um but there was some show of like my addiction and it was always some random fucking thing you're addicted to like one week it was i eat paper and the yeah. next week it was right. i want to look like a doll and so there was i happened to catch that episode and yeah yeah, they were like these girls, like dress up as dolls, and like they try like do their makeup as dolls, and some of them did plastic surgery, and they have meetups, and they go and like get together to have tea parties because apparently if, if you're a doll, that's what you do. You have a tea party. Um, they what they call quote unquote silhouette checks, and that is basically, are you have you put on any weight? So if you don't fit the silhouette of what a Disney princess should be, 
you don't get fired. You get you have to then go put on a you have to take on the role of a furry character in the meantime. So you get uh, what they would I guess in their world demoted. Uh, so you uh, they but they don't say you put on weight. They say you don't fit the silhouette. Why why a silhouette? Why not just like a scale? I mean, I guess because like they start doing CrossFit or something. Or, I don't know. It's the proport. What she she told me, it's the proportion of like the chest to the waist. So if it, it you know you're supposed to be skinnier in the waist than, you know it's the the yeah. the numbers don't right. align up. I'm, I'm signing up to be beast right now. Yeah. So anyway, um, this girl is doing it all for her. I guess she's she charges though, Rich. Yeah, it says that she charges 145 bucks, yep. and that sometimes her boyfriend will show up and be the prince. Um, but her dream is that Disney will hire her to be a princess. I also She'll be disappointed to... at $145 an hour. Right? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> one, you're not going to make any money, and you're just about almost too old to do that anymore. Like, yeah. she, she might be able to be, like, the, the godmother. No, Very seriously. Godmother. This girl was about in her mid to mid-20s, and it was. She was one of the older ones at that point. Yeah. You start so, running out of options. Tough life. Tough, tough. It's tough. Did, did I ever tell you that my former dental receptionist was Bell? Friends with Bell? Friends with Bell? No. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. That's she's Bell. She's friends with no, Bell. No, she's friends uh, with Bell. That's the. Okay, ter- that's what okay. they say. They say friends with Bell. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway, yeah, she used to be Bell, and she's it's funny because Bell. I don't know. I, I'm just gonna ignore you, and. Yeah, like you, you walk into the dentist's office and you're like, oh, I'm here to like pay money to have you torture me. But there's Belle and she's like, hi, welcome and big smile. And she's just so perky. And, oh, oh you could... and she dressed up as the dentist as Belle? No, she was just a receptionist, but oh. she used to dress up as Belle as Belle. Back Blue in dress Disney. or yellow dress? I don't know. Shit. You went to the dentist. What was she wearing? A fucking receptionist outfit. <laughs> Blue receptionist outfit or yellow receptionist outfit? I'm going to make your face blue in a second. Oh. <laughs> oh, what a good opportunity to transition to a very special Mardi Gras version of Bar of the Week. Bar of the Week! Bar of the Week! It's the bar. Beat you in the face of the week. It's not just a regular bar, it's the bar of the week. Port Orleans, French Quarter, Scat Cats Club. Go. What is Rhiannon that? Rhiannon grunts. She should not have grunted. They serve her beer there. Yeah, they do. That's but actually also... why I picked that one for this week. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate that. I like that. But, you know, when you factor in that both pool bars at Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside serve it, and River Roost serves it, Suddenly, now it's like competing. So if you want to particularly set that one bar apart from those other three, what is it offering? Like, that's what, I don't know. I get disappointed that way. Um, Lives, music. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Mm. I'm sorry, that DJ that plays club music? Yeah, that's great. What? Have you never been to this bar? They have a piano. They play jazz. I've been plenty of times. I've never once seen they have any several, musician other than a yeah, DJ. They have a yes flute. They have several different uh, artists that play there. For a long time, it was this guy named Elliot Dyson who played like every jazz instrument. 
Um, I haven't seen him there as much. The guy, um, as much as in like, when's the last time you saw him there? Him? Oh, it's been probably over a year since. Yeah, exactly. There. But now I saw on his website that um, Don Black, who is the saxophonist for Buradika, also plays there from time to time. They have it actually is instead of like unlike Bob Jackson, where it's it's Bob Jackson every single night. It does rotate, and they have different musicians. But Scat Cats Club does have live music um, on the same, basically the same schedule as River Roost. So it's um. Usually eight thirty till about midnight. Um, okay, because I've been there a lot in the past six months, and never once did I see any kind of live music other than a stupid DJ. Well, that is well, maybe one of them is a DJ, and that's disappointing. But um, I, this is something that Rhiannon and I, it, you know, uh, when we we're doing the book, um, I put a lot of stock into the look and the theming. And the um, that's my favorite part of a lot of these bars, and that's why I like Scat Cats. I love the the um, mer- the, the memorabilia on the wall. You've got mm. the different jazz artists. You have actual instruments up on mm. the walls, and so I like looking around the room and, while I'm drinking my abita and looking around the room. So I really do like Scat Cats. Um, I'm with and the you music. On that. I love the music. I I like it. I do. It's just again. Like I was saying with Liberty Square at Disneyland, I think there's just so much more they could do and easily and cheaply and it wouldn't take much. And I just, I think it, it's, to me, it feels very phoned in, but mm. and I, I still love it. Like, says, I really, take away Bob Jackson for a moment. Mm-hmm. There's no music at either one, no live music at the moment. You would, just, would you still say you prefer River Roost? Theming wise, over, no. You would you take Scat Cats? I would, yeah. Oh yeah, Bob Jackson really puts it over the top on the other side. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I would still don't get me wrong. I would place Scat Cats still in my top ten for overall bars on Disney property, Walt Disney World property. Um, so just know that when I'm being critical, it's because I love it. Right. But it could be more. But I'm not saying I don't like it. I just I, I love it. But ooh, like, come on, room for improvement. If you were gonna pick between the two, Rich, on a let's say a Wednesday night, which one are you going for? Uh, I mean, if there's no Bob Jackson, I'm, I, I'm going to Scat Cats for sure. I actually, and and not only that, I feel the uh, the bartenders that I've ever that I've met at Scat Cats um, were really knowledgeable and super open to off the menu drinks, which I'm a big fan of off the menu drinks. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely go with Scat Cats minus the Bob Jackson. Oh, very interesting bit of info you guys might – like I went when I – Rhiannon today when I went mm-hmm. over to Disney and I was sitting at a bar. I was at actually at the uh, Gurgling Suitcase talking to one of the bartenders there. And she was telling me she used to work at Port Orleans. And, and I will t- I'll tell you this. When it comes to seniority, which bars – because they're all basically from the same pool, the bartenders. You, they can all work in, in any of them. At Port Orleans. Um, do you know which the least popular shifts are? And that's why they're always the newest bartenders. Which is the least popular of all Bob, bars at Bob Port Jackson. Orleans? Bob Jackson. It is the one with Bob Jackson. I believe because it. Because it's the one they don't want to work. Yeah. So it is interesting. Families taking their kids yeah. in the middle of the night and really? not actually buying alcohol. Yeah, she said that's where. And it's. Um, they say also, while we as guests who go once a you know, in a blue moon to go see Bob Jackson. If you're working, you know, every night, it's it's like clockwork. It's like listening to the same 
Well, yeah, I could totally yeah, see that, that, that. But I, wow, that that does surprise me. I was surprised too. She they wouldn't a, make as much money because I think that regardless of whether or not you're bringing your well, kids there, you still want to have a drink. She said also you have to think of the shift and the most sought after shifts are the pool bars because those two pool bars do really, really well. Um, uh, Marty Grogs and Muddy Rivers both do really well and you make similar money for a way better shift. Hmm. Like a day shift rather than a yeah. night, late night shift. So that I plays guess a big role too. I, I can see the comparison between a night shift at River Roost versus a day shift at the pools. What I don't see the comparison is is a night shift at River Roost versus a night shift at Scat Cats. Yeah. I, Anyways, I, it was interesting. Uh, okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> interesting. Um, so I would agree. At Scat Cats is good. Um, who's ready for some... Ask Sour Boner. The boner is so sour. I I started this, and now I'm starting to regret it. Yay! You liked it better when I didn't participate. Yeah, I liked it better when you didn't like it, and it was like, you know, in your face. And now you embraced it, and so now I have to find something new. Yeah, well, I I totally have faith in you in that. Just don't say mousekeeping. Oh, I, uh... (laughs) Speaking of which, just edited your acknowledgments. Did you add housekeeping? Well, I edited. You oh. said you thanked housekeeping. I edited that. I did. I said housekeeping. Yeah, you did. That is not true. You did. I'll I, send you it, back in, your own email. That you in the acknowledgments me. of the book. I yes, you did. Housekeeping. You thanked housekeeping. I edited it to be the correct term. Jesus. Okay. Um. Last week we got cut off because of Rich's plumbing problem, if you might remember this. Mm. Yeah. We were not able to get to all the And I really don't want the details of any plumbing problems. Dean, who no, almost I didn't won. personally have any plumbing problems. I, Dean almost won regular, the college regular. football. Dean almost won college football. And he has, yes, Dean. Uh, hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the question Dean had was a good one. Which Pixar character would be most fun to go drinking with? All Monster U characters are eliminated because it's too easy. Because I wouldn't have gone that way, but okay. So, uh, Pixar character would you most like to go drinking with? Okay, um, I forgot her name because I'm a bad Disney fan. From what movie? What's um, the, the designer from Incredibles? Oh, oh yeah. Edna, Edna uh, Mode. Yes, Edna. Edna. I would go drinking with Edna. Oh, that's we would a good sit one. there and we would criticize every single person's outfit in the entire room. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, yes, lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skipper Dick. I kind of think Linguini. Is that his name? Wait, what's the main? Yeah, Linguini from uh, from Ratatouille. The mm-hmm. guy with the red hair that was all a mess. Like, I feel like that guy gets drunk and just knows how to party. Hmm. So. I'm good. I love it. I'm gonna go with Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head would be awesome. He's hilarious, and he's got so many cool tricks. You know, he can like pull off his eye, and like like if, if like if we kind of wanted to see sort of check somebody's uh, tush out or something, oh. like he could pull his eye off and like put it behind. So we no, could... you would just like pack his ass full of nips and not play <laughs> at the bar. Go the ma- we could sneak into one of the parks with just. Take, open up his back compartment and go somewhere. That'd be his good. ass. Can, Just go for it. Can his Mr. Potato ass. Head drink vodka? 
It probably go right through him. Mm. I'm just saying because it's a, you know. Oh, he's a potato. It's a potato. Uh, so is that is that cool? Is it not now, cool? Is he going to get upset if you order something with? Maybe vodka this in? will help his follow up question. Dean's mm. follow up question is: Which bar at Disney would you go to with your Pixar drinking bud? Um, he says he's going to sip scotch with Mr. Fredrickson's at Meisner. Oh, shit. That's a good one, too. Mm. So, Rihanna, where would you go with um, your fashionista? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Like Maybe maybe we could somehow hang out at Meisner's and like watch people going into Victoria and Albert's. I mean, it's uh, not like a really judge. good vantage point. Yeah, I want like a good where, – where can I judge people the best? So you can either judge people who are trying to be fancy and possibly right. failing, or you could just be at high octane refreshments and judging people because like, oh, this is what you like wear to the parks every day. Nice fanny pack, nice Crocs with socks, asshole. Right. I got to go with Meisner's because yeah, those people are trying to be comfortable. So you have to give them a little bit of a break in that way. You're right. If you're going into Meisner, or if you're going into um, Victorian Alberts, you are trying. This is the best you yeah. can do. But I, 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 just to go back a second, um, I'm sorry. You can be comfortable without wearing Crocs with socks or Crocs ever, ever. Don't ever. ask. Don't tell my don't dad. Wear Crocs. That. Don't wear ever. Love it or leave it. Love it or leave it. Love it or leave it. Rich, where would you go with uh, your Pixar character? Um, I was actually trying to think about that. I think we would. I mean, he's French, so I'm not going to take him to Paris or to France and Epcot because then he would just look like an asshole. But I think maybe we cross the bridge over and go to the Rose and Crown and talk shit about the English. Oh, yeah. Just totally. Just, be, yeah, to be a total asshole. Right. Even be though that I, guy. Even though, well, I really like, no, nah, because I like Carl and I don't want to piss Carl off. We would get drink. No, we can't cross borders. We would go to Canada and make make fun of Canadians. Sorry, eh? Shark. Sorry, Shark. So, so Drunko, are you clearly just going to the Magic Kingdom because you can sneak nips in the bus? <laughs> You know me. I never break a rule. So I... Right, but you do sometimes put nips on your butt, right? I don't put anything in my butt. Shut up, Rihanna. <laughs> I, uh, but I would take Mr. Potato Head and I... Uh, Mr. Potato we got to go to, like, somewhere with some good food. Where could I go with some good... Somewhere with some really oh, good... Oh, I know. You could get him to eat a sour boner. Yeah, right? I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> yeah! We'd go to dark, the... the um, yeah, you can't take him anywhere. Everything is potato-based everywhere you go. Yeah, so much. Well, you're already drinking vodka with him, so drink vodka and eat a sour boner, and just yeah. And then when you're done, That'd be great. Him. he would be horrified when he saw what they did to that poor potato. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the uh, sour boner, a man reminds him of him and Mrs. Potato Head. Oh yeah, Ooh. 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 that was a good night. That was good. Uh, good point, like Rich. A hot dog down the hallway. You? <laughs> Sorry, back to Amen. Oh yeah, because he is the 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 author of um, the Sour Boner song. Oh. So a man would like to. He is telling us, and th- I'm going to start with Rhiannon on this one. Mm. Um, trip in May is confirmed. A man is coming in May. He wants to know uh-huh. best and most unique beer that you can get at Walt Disney World. Where should he get the best and or most unique beer? Um, I was recently turned on to a beer that I don't remember the name of but i just refer to it as the genghis khan um that is available it is the only beer available at the mitsukoshi sake bar oh and again hello hi josh shout out um he was the one to turn me on to it so 
Giving ah, Josh, could you? I know. I, yeah, I have Josh. to give credit where credit's due. Mr. I'm not Monkey gonna... is usually well, the well, fourth I mean, host here. Now it's going to be Josh. Mr. Today. Monkey and I, we have a special relationship, and Josh and I have a special relationship, but a very different one. Josh but we my... have. Well, yeah, but Josh, you keep saying special. that Josh, you keep saying Josh turned you on. You've never said that. You've never said that about Mr. Monkey. Josh and I have a very professional relationship where he helps me out with insider information because he's there way more often than I am. So he has that sort of insight and knowledge. You have my phone number. You have my. We talk. Yeah, but you don't have insider knowledge. So whatever. Anyway, um, so Josh, strictly professional, and I appreciate that. but yes, yeah, so the the as I like to call it, the Genghis Khan beer at Mitsukoshi Saki Bar. Um, it is ten dollars, which is a bit steep for a beer, but it is apparently a pretty rare-ish beer, and therefore a fairly decent value, um, all things considered. And it is very tasty. I was not aware that Japanese beers um, that they even really dappled in Hefeweizens, but apparently they do because this is one of those, and it's very tasty. So. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend trying that if you like half a bison's. Excellent. I mm-hmm. would always say I, I, the one place that I had because so many new places had been opening up, um, especially at Disney Springs, um, Raglan Road is always a great spot to have yeah. some cool beers too. And I, I, I got reacquainted with that last time over at Disney Springs, and and that reminded me how great of a selection they have. Mm-hmm. So that's always a good spot. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. thoughts, Skipper Dick? Well, I, I was actually going to say Raglan Road because I don't, I'm, I'm a Miller Lite guy. I don't drink all these Ugh. fancy beers. But at at Raglan Road, they did have some really, like, and when you talk about exclusive, like, they have beers that you can only get there. Um, but then I also wanted to throw out uh, a shout-out to Little Antony because he just brought in a ton of beer oh, to, yeah. uh, ESPN. to ESPN. Um, which I also learned that... There's ESPN Zones, which are those clubs that are all over the world, and those are actually yes. owned by ESPN, and they have their own ESPN menu. The one at the boardwalk is actually owned by Walt Disney World, and they license the name ESPN, and that's how come yeah, their menu... It's, it's an ESPN club. Yeah, and that's how come their menu is different, and why the chef there can do whatever he wants, like bring in all these uh, rare beers, so... That's the best I got because I don't really drink a lot of fancy beer. Yeah. Weirdo. A-Man also, just earlier today, wants to know when your World Showcase drinking Ooh. tune is going to open because he is excited. I'm not going to lie. I don't, know if that's, that, I don't know if that'll ever make the light of day. Tell us Whoa. again what the – so it's a song about – what is it set to again? Life is a Highway? Life is a Highway. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to stick with the Disney theme. It's a song from Cars. But it's actually about drinking around the world. Oh. Come on, man! Make this happen. I just I, it's that song is really hard to sing. They, they I mean, they sing really, really fast. Yeah, and, he's uh, pretty high too. Yeah, I could not keep up. I tried it. There's well, it's <laughs> share, who did nope. the original? Um, that guy. And but anyways, yeah, that guy. Mostly yeah. we're known for it's known by because of the uh, Rascal Flats from Cars is the more right. I appreciate the previous version, yes. even though he's so unknown and one hit wonder that he really should be playing the. To the beat series, but you know. yeah, how is that guy not at the uh, I think, Garden Was Rocks? he? I feel like he may have been one year actually. No shit, like no joke. I think he actually was one year. Maybe I'm making this up. I don't know. Anyway, I think whatever. it might be. Let's move on. They don't like to pretend he exists anymore because of the life as a highway. Well, you know, I, I hate to 
discredit our reputation as a factual podcast. So I want to like say that he was there one year and he wasn't. So poor guy. Would you would you um uh actually Google Life Is a Highway? Of course, Rascal Flatts. Come on, is it Tom Cochran? No, that's not right. Yeah, I think that's it. Tom is that Cochran? it? Tom Cochran. Tom. He should definitely be the official artist of the the parade. Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran. Life is a highway. Google. Go. Life is a highway. Oh, Let's hear it, first thing that comes up is Rascal Flats, but yeah, Tom Cochran. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was yeah. it, but yeah, that must be it. No. Now, yeah, it is. I don't know. I'm saying I'm not going to sing that song. Uh, well, well so A-Man, sorry, he's all talk. Huh? It'll come out the same Clearly. time as my, uh, I want to do Welcome to Detroit City, but to uh, Harambe, mm-hmm. and that's that rap's probably not going to come out either, so sad. Yeah, I'm going to do Part of Your World, where it's um, not part of your world, because I don't want to be part of this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Park Hopper Ryan, Flannel Jedi, had two questions about Islands of Adventure and Universal. Ugh, pass. Exactly. No answer. Sorry, buddy. But it does make me remind you, come on, talk to Mr. Monkey, get the date going at Universal. Okay, we got to okay, hear about I this. Will. Um, Lil Disney fan. Oh, no. Yeah. White oh, I know. fanged. You were Natty Gand. Natty Gand. What's what your favorite? Oh, this is a good a good twist on it. Um, it brings me back to when I would want to take uh, Mr. Potato Head. What's your favorite food from a Walt Disney World bar? I learned something new today, and I want to start with that. That if mm. you go to, um, actually, no, go ahead. I'll let you if you go to Girling Suitcase, you can get wherever Olivia's Cafe full menu. Yeah, you stole yeah. my thing. Yeah, I did. I did. It. I did. It. I did. It. I stole it. <laughs> So because of that, I guess I would say gurgling suitcase so I could get Olivia's full menu, but Bannon <laughs> <Rhiannon> stole it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate that. You, it's not. It's really not nice that you take such glee in my sadness. I'm sorry. Do you not know me? Yeah. All right. Where's your favorite food from a Walt Disney World bar? Scotch egg. Oh, so really? good. Where, where, and. Say where Rose that's from, Rose and Crown. Rose and Crown. Did you know they also have that at um, Raglan Road? Because you turned yeah. me on to this. I had never had a Scotch mm-hmm. egg, which is what? Um, it's an egg with what? What's on? What's on it? It's a hard-boiled egg covered in sausage and then deep fried. Oh. Yeah. They're expensive. They're delicious. I don't give a fuck. They could cost. Mm-hmm. They it's one hard-boiled egg is like usually yeah. like twelve dollars. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. No offense. It's ten dollars there, and I, I'm like, oh, that's pretty steep. And then I went to Raglan Road, and it was twelve dollars there. <laughs> so and, and you get your discount. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tables in Wonderland. Right. Oh, there's a song for you. It's a Wonderland of oh, tables. Oh man, you just that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Rhiannon, do you have a favorite food from a Walt Disney World bar? Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and be somewhat creative with this answer because I feel like. Just saying, oh, I can go to this bar and get the full menu of the restaurant <clears throat> is cheating. I was doing it because it was new. It was, well, uh, to you. Some of us knew that already. But anyway, um, so uh, for for rest, uh, for bars that were, uh, you cannot get the full menu of a nearby restaurant. Um, and you have to choose from a limited menu. Uh, my choice is going to be my topmost Pinnacle, Hallmark favorite, Tambu Lounge, oh. and I'm going to go ahead with the Ohana bread pudding. So good. 
because you cannot get the Ohana full menu, but you can get the bread pudding. Could you imagine them bringing out the skewers oh God, like out I mean, to the bar? I would do that every fucking night. That would be amazing. That yeah. <laughs> uh, sir, can I get yeah like a back scratcher and um, the full Ohana feast here? At the exactly. Bar? Exactly. I oh actually God. want them to that bring the meat on the back scratcher. <laughs> Use just, it. You could use you the like scratchers splinters in your meat to pass the salad. You know, like as a, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, wings. Another one though would wings at um, uh, oh god, the cruise cup, always so good. Yeah. Always so good. Jenny B would like to know. First question is, what does a girl have to do to get a question answered? Uh, uh, and she also this. Asks, <laughs> I don't know. What Give are me they? A call, I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, Hello. What are they close next? I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm assuming it has to do with um, high octane. High octane. Oh, high octane refreshments. Oh no, that's what they're closing. Okay. Yeah. What is the date? Uh, April second oh. or fourth. It's like... a bar worth fighting for. Yeah. That's a good song. Whoever wrote that song is awesome. It's a genius. They're okay. Fucking genius. Badass Ooh. motherfucker. Conveniently located near the pisser. Near the pisser. <laughs> That's not why I like it. So what else are they going to close next? Um, let's see. Hopefully, um, Stitches Gate Escape. I'd, I'd be okay with that. To bring in that'd Tron. That would be awesome. The Tron coaster? Just stick it oh right God. in there? Yeah, I don't think that would fit, but that'd be stick awesome. It right <laughs> stick it right in there. Stick it right in there. That's what Rich, stick said. it right in here. Right in here. Ooh, I love... Six bits! Six, six bits. bits! God, six bits always coming through with strong questions. Um, what's your favorite queue line at Walt Disney World? God, Ooh. six bits are awesome. Uh, oh, man. Is, that's why, a, what, what's, I, that? what's your favorite queue line? Or her, her reaction? Yeah. I can't tell if that was a, a positive <laughs> or a... I know. Terrifying. I'm like, I'm going to hang up. I think Which, I have another toilet issue. Maybe, I've got to go, guys. I, I think we have our first Ask Mark question. Like... What should these sounds are positive? <laughs> like when she grunts, is that good or I don't know. Um, it, it was a good grunt. It was a good. Okay, good. So, what do you have a favorite cue line? Uh, yes, haunted sure. mansion. Yes, <laughs> right. I was about to say you got to go to your go-to. Obviously, yeah. No, like, I mean, if you're gonna force me to have a second runner-up, um, I, I, uh, I didn't hate the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Cute, because um, it has a lot of fun photo ops if you're like into stupid artsy photos. And by artsy photos, I mean things you can make your lock screen. Uh, um, so I got some good photos to like make my phone lock screen. Yeah. Um, however, the problem with that is that people take way too much time playing with the games. Yeah, I feel like that's what the problem with the Space Mountain is that people take so much time playing with the fucking game. It's like, just fucking walk. I almost so wish move. they would do, like, holds. Like, you know, hold the line for, like, if a few minutes and then let everybody go or something. Because it's, it's very awkward in those themed queues when there's a game and the line is still moving. What's the point? Yeah. But I feel oh. like people don't really do that with the Haunted Mansion, though. They move. Yeah, they like they touch something, they move. They touch something, they move. Like it, yeah. it, it, it flows, so it works. What they need um, to do is just yeah. put a sign saying like, if somebody's playing a game, it's okay to leave. Like you can pass them. Yeah, uh, you know that that's what it should be. The protocol should be like, hey, if that kid is playing the game, 
you know. Yeah. See you later, but then it's awkward because like the dad's yelling at the kid because the dad doesn't want to stop. The dad's like, "Come on, Jeffrey, let's know, right? go." It's like, it's like he's sweating. I would, we didn't come to Disney World for you to play some stupid video game. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't come to Disney World for you to have fun. Fuck you. Yeah. Screw you. Let's. We're um, going. No. Yeah. No. I would give also an honorable mention to um, Muppet Vision 3D because I think the pre-show, not only is the pre-show entertaining, but um, if you actually take in the details of what is in that room and look around, it's pretty funny. Like just, you know, looking at Miss Piggy's stack of, you know, was it like elaborate dresses? Then the next box down is like, more elaborate dresses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I love hey, the pre-show room. I, and, but, yeah, it's funny. And nobody. I wish other people would mill around because people look at you and they, they don't like the fact that you're moving around the room. It really yeah. seems to bother them. But I would love because there's parts of that room I always yeah naturally always gravitate towards the doors, which I need to someday just walk in and go to the left side of the room and check it's, out what's over there. Yeah, there's just there's so many Easter eggs there that are right. hilarious. So that's definitely on my list of yeah. good lines i need to go sometime like right around closing when you know you're going to be one of only like Mm -hmm. 20 people that go in there so yeah so which one are you going for your favorite honda mansion uh yeah i I, yeah i'm gonna have to go with that but again i I put it out there honorable mentions skip dick richie for six bits kyle what is your favorite q line six bits six bits i would i mean uh, does it have to be in florida no, I, no. Oh, it's it? the question says Florida, but I know the question says Florida. Take it, oh, well. take it to, but take it to uh, D- Disneyland too. I feel, I feel the Indiana Jones, um, oh, Temple of the Forbidden yeah, Eye. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good cue. Um, that might be my favorite. But then, yeah, I don't. Man, there's so many. There's, there's just good places. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you brought up the Muppets, I hadn't even thought about it really. But yeah, that that pre-show room—they've got a bag full of Jello. That, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, was that exactly the same when it was open at California Adventure? Oh yeah, yeah. That same room is there. All of you know, all those yeah. things are there. Uh, yeah. Uh, are either of you familiar with um, the sketch comedy group, The State? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my the God, State were hilarious. Yes! Oh my god, I love them. So like, you know that whole thing with the um, like, was it two hundred and forty dollars worth of pudding? <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, so like oh, Barry and Levon. I I, I like, like a, oh, you know what's funny? If you look up the state and just type anything, the first thing that comes up is the pudding. Oh, yes. No, so that just reminds me, like you see, like a box full of whatever you see, like Jello or something, and, and yeah, it's so, like you know. Two hundred four dollars the pudding. Oh, it, it actually comes up as the greatest comedy ske- uh, sketch. They are. No, I'm talking about that specific the pudding. The pudding one. It, it is. Fuck yes. I okay. True. True fact here. Um, the first car I ever owned. Um, my my parents purchased it for me, so thank you. I'm very privileged. But, you know, we didn't have a ton of money, so they got me this. Um, it was a 1994 Chrysler New Yorker. Nice. Yeah. And it had, like, fucking red velveteen mm. seats oh, in it. Oh, you talking so, sexy right now. I know, yeah. right? The back so, seat must have been oh rocking. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I like named the car. I, I named the car Barry Sagittarius <laughs> after 
that very sketch. And I pinned it out. I got like a disco ball to put on the yes. review mirror. I actually, I got beaded curtains that I cut to um, fit the length of the back seat windows. And I yeah, hung them did. in the back seat windows. And yeah, so my car was very Sagittarius um, after that sketch. So that's hmm. awesome. Yeah. True story. <laughs> high school Rhiannon. I, I, I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. High school yeah. Rhiannon. Yep. Yeah. Um, favorite cue line. I'm going to go with um, Collie River Rapids. That um, is really a little good. Bit different. Yeah. Um, in the. A lot of people. If, a lot of people ride it with Fast Pass. Um, Collie River Rapids. What kind of sucks about it is it was built before Fast Pass, so it did not incorporate Fast Pass into the design. So if you use a Fast Pass, you basically skip the majority of it. Um, but what's cool about it is in the you know because in um, Asia it's the uh, village of Anandapur, and the majority of the village is the queue line. So you go through and it's like the open air market. There's the temple that the villagers would go to. There's that's where the the story you can hear them cutting down trees in the background. The story for the attraction begins. You go into um, so religious artifacts. You go in and there's an antique shop with all these antiques that they actually bought on a trip to Asia. And um, so cool. Uh, that's my favorite. So, if I can uh, stop you for a second, um, I will admit I've never actually been through the queue because I've only ever used Fast Pass. Yeah. So, like, how would you compare it to um, the Everest queue? Because I have been through that one. I would say it's very, it's, um, it's similar, but a little bit more intricate. It's bigger. There's more separate rooms. <laughs> Like um, Exhibition Everest, their queue is really you go through the tea plantation and then the museum um, for, for the Yeti. That's really what that one is. Okay. And so this one is multiple different rooms. You go through, the again, the temple, right. the open air market. Cool. So it's very similar as yeah, far as the level know. of detail. Um, definitely. It's one of those things that if you ever go on like a cold day and there's very short line, um, it's almost worth going and just not even riding the ride. Just walk through the queue line and not ride because uh, you can actually take some time and enjoy the queue line. So Expedition Everest, I mean, excuse me, Colorado mm -hmm. Rapids is my favorite queue line. So thank you, nice. Six Bits. The, uh, Six Bits. The, the temple room where, uh, you know, it, it's all like, it, that, that, that room is actually hand-painted. Yeah. By one of like, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say Buddhist, but whatever that, you know, religion or whatever is. Yeah. They actually, they, they brought somebody out here from the, uh, from Asia to do it. And Correct. he brought his own like bamboo paintbrushes. So yeah. when his first day to show up, the Imagineers had like all these like fancy paintbrushes and paints and stuff. And he was like, Oh no, I got this. I yeah. got these like little throwaway bamboo ones that I made. So I, I think it's really cool. Cause you go to, you go in there and you actually see like real hand painted art. That's just yeah. amazing. It's awesome. And if you look up in that room you're talking about, each wall, it's actually the theme of that room is the Aesop's Fables. So right. it has oh, the wow. different stories of Aesop's Fables up in the uh, above you in the ceiling. So it's really cool. Hmm. Man, we just got very highbrow. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. We, are, we are not only a factual podcast, but we are a cultural fast, uh, so we like podcast. Add something like, you know, my favorite cue is it's a small world because um, – the queue is actually designed by M.C. Escher. And, ah. um, <laughs> yeah. The staircase? Uh, yeah, no, no yeah. 
No, we're not. Exactly. Where's Aaron? He needs to sort to... this out. Yeah, Aaron, he's from Los Angeles. Where's our I Los brought Angeles? us back to listener expectations. Oh, okay, we have good. a question from Skipper Dick Ritchie. What? Oh, really? Drunk? It's at Drunk at Sam's. His name is Skipper Dick Ritchie. He seems oh. like a nice guy. Nah, um, that sounds sketchy. cool. His S sour boner is, will the Enchanted Tiki Bar make a back scratcher? Did you learn this weekend if that's true? I, I did learn if that's true or not. Um, when I went to Trader Sam's, the Enchanted Tiki Bar, not the Grog Grotto. And mm. they you know were, they wouldn't make it. Right, well, and yeah, that's fuck the thing. those guys. So they were asking me, because a lot of the guys over here haven't been, a lot of the bartenders haven't been to Florida to experience their sister bar. And, and they were asking me, like, hey, what's the off-menu like? And, you know, do they have all these different rums? Because basically that's what they have here. And I was like, no, they don't do any of that stuff. And so it blew their mind that they don't do any off-menu things. And I actually said, I was like, just out of curiosity, I said, would you guys be willing to make a back scratcher? And they said, one, what is it? And I yeah, because it they don't understand it when you pronounce it like that. Yeah, right. Oh, back mm-hmm. Would you be willing to make a back scratcher, sir? Um, okay. Oh, oh, back scratcher. Oh, no problem. Oh, exactly. I'm up on both of you. Oh no, no, I completely understand what you're saying, sir. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I looked at the the uh, the recipe, which is what I posted yesterday as a gift to everybody, um, and handed it to them, and they were like, "Oh, no problem." They totally made it. Uh, as a matter of fact, they tried it. A few other people at the bar tried it, and then the next thing you know. Everybody at the bar is drinking back scratches without an actual back scratch. Oh my god, that's beautiful! It that's a beautiful tears to my eyes. That's yeah, a three so o'clock parade moment. It was, it was super cool to see that. Yes, they will make a back scratch. So, um, but you know what they'll on. make here in Florida? Nothing. The exact drinks that are on the menu. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Did we or did we not discuss the fact that they will make a congolouche? Oh yeah, they'll do both the congolouche. I'm talking about the Florida one. Oh, no, I don't know about the Florida one. I didn't even ask. Well, I I had it on allegedly good authority that they would. So if you're trying to tell me that they refuse to make anything off menu, then there's some more edits to a book I need to make. Well, well you have to remember that Jennifer, who is now over at Jacques. Yeah, I know Jennifer very well, and she gave me the recipe to Reggie's Revenge. So. Right. Well, she used to be. Do you at... pre-mix that when you make it at home, or oh, do you? Make fuck it you! It's pre-mixed <laughs> every single day, so it's fresh every day. <laughs> it's not like it's sitting around for a month. It's not like it got shipped in from Michigan pre-mixed, or something. It was pre-mixed by Jock Lindsay in 1962. Shut up! It Oof. wasn't. It was good. I, well, yeah. Before I got spoken over. Yeah. Right. First no. time. First time. First time. First time since 650. Bullshit. Let's <laughs> okay, go. Either way, uh, I was going to say when she was at Trader Sam's in at the Grog Grotto, she probably made the congaloosh because she brought the recipe with her from the Adventurers Club. But now that she's gone, I'll bet you those guys are like, what? We don't, they're like the Keystone Cops running into each other, not even knowing what to do when you ask them to make something that's not on the menu. Yeah. Well, I will, for science and research for the book, I will go try to order a Kungaloosh uh, very shortly here. I'll take one for the team. Woohoo! Yeah, you're a giver. I'm in, I am a giver. That's right. Thank you. And speaking of giving, um, first time question asker for Ask Sour Boner, 
But um, somebody that I've interacted with, and probably all of us, but I know I've interacted with her many times, Sarah Bales um, has a question. Two-parter. And the first part is actually going to be directed to Skipper Dick Ritchie. Second part Ooh. will go to Rhiannon. First Ooh. part is, is it weird just to go to a tiki bar and drink by yourself, Skipper Dick Ritchie? No. no. Skipper Dick Ritchie. No, not at all. And okay. uh, no. Second part, if you're a girl... Um, I think I am. I think. Yeah. Is it weird if you're a girl? No. I made it I made it a two part question. She really said, Is it weird to just go to Tiki Bar and drink by yourself? Dot 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 if you're a girl. Um no. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, Skipper I mean, Dick, you are the you that's you love to go to uh, Trader Sam's out there. Oh yeah, I've gone by myself plenty of times. But I always feel like I'm never there by myself for too long because everybody's super friendly and we start talking and have a great time and the next thing I know I'm friends with people and you know. Yeah, I'm the opposite. So, um the one time I went there, I was on vacation by myself, which I'm totally comfortable doing. I think I, somebody wanted to meet you there and got I'm to sorry. <laughs> I had known you for fucking three weeks on plenty, Twitter. Plenty. It's more than enough. And I gave you a personal endorsement. Yeah, well, true. that doesn't count for shit, so. <laughs> um, anyway, I was on vacation by myself, which is fine. I love vacationing by myself. I have a great time by myself. I'm just that kind of person. I'm an introvert, and I'm good by myself. So, yeah, I went to Trader Sam's because obviously I needed to check it out while I was there. And I was by myself, and that was great. And, no, I didn't, like, instantly go there and meet a new group of friends because i don't talk to people but i like to sit and observe other people and enjoy drinks and enjoy food and yeah so i had a great time and it wasn't weird at all um so i had obviously a different time than skipper dick would have but that's just because he's way more brave and outgoing than i am so i'm just loud can't help well, it well i don't know whatever we are who we are. We are I'm, who we are. Yeah. I'm a quiet person who can entertain myself, and that's all. Quiet? Oof. I entertained I'm... myself twice yesterday. <laughs> but Hey, Sarah... five times. Yeah! Good job. Wow, that's impressive. Um, so to kind of expand a little bit on what Sarah's asking, I think one thing you do find at Disney, and I think, Skipper, would you agree with this, that one thing you find at Disney bars especially is you get, even if um, if you're sitting there by yourself, you get a lot of people who actually will kind of break away from their families too, and it'll be, you know, so you, 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 you kind of do run into other people who are by themselves a lot of times. You know, it'll be like, oh, the kids and so-and-so are off doing this. And so you do end up with other people who are kind of in the same boat as you that you get to hang out with. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's usually some sad, you know, dad that is just done, and his trophy wife and kids are at the pool ordering uh, off the, you know, what do you call it, uh, the menu, and they're bringing out food, and he's just done with the whole thing, just sitting there sipping scotch, depressed. So you make friends with that person? No, that person we make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> So, great question, Sarah. <laughs> Answer is a resounding no. It is not weird to go to Tiki Bar and drink by yourself, even if you're a girl. Yeah, and if you're on the West Coast, you don't have to ever be alone. I will I will go to Trader Sam's or the Belly High with you whenever you want. Yeah, and then you can just say no to him because you don't know him. 
But I'm so nice and fun. I know that now, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Allegedly. Woof. Woof. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the questions, everyone, for Ask Sour Boner. Uh, Brings us to our final, uh, any final thoughts from any of the parade floats here? I don't even know what that means. (laughs) That's you, Skipper Deck. Any, and Rhiannon, any final Mm -hmm. thoughts? Rich? Yes, ma'am. No, I'm I'm, I'm allowing you to go first. Oh, I thought you, I thought I was your final thought. (laughs) (laughs) Right before that. Every yeah. time, bad. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, no, I don't really have any fun. Oh, just you know, happy Mardi Gras, everybody! And yeah. by the time the next show comes out, Valentine's Day will be gone. So happy Valentine's Day! Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it. Rhiannon. <sighs> so many thoughts. Um, I miss New Orleans very, very much. Even though if I were New Orleans right now, I would be passed out and hungover. I would not be out celebrating Mardi Gras. Um, that would have been last night and the weekend before and the weekend before that. Um, but, you know, just, uh, yeah. Happy, happy to everybody. Um, happy Valentine's Day. I'm not sure what I'm doing. I don't know. Mark talked about doing a bike ride. Which sounds to me like an exercise in self-loathing. I'm um, a fan of date nights, so it seems like that'd be something. Oh fucking no! Like, yeah, we don't need fucking plans. I, I texted him today. I'm like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, oh, well, we could like, you know, like finally get the bikes out of the garage and go for a bike ride. I'm like, really? We haven't done anything active in like a year. That'll involve us panting and huffing and sweating, and like that's not sexy. Well, so I don't know. It just depends on how you get to the panting, huffing, and sweating. Oh, gross. Anyway, um, no, I, uh, final thought, final thought, because we uh, didn't address this, but I just want to, like, put it out there, because I'm a bitch. Um, I ate at Citricos last week. Nice. Not a fan. Oh, wow. Why not? I, you know, like, we went from, we did La Cellier Sunday night. We did Boathouse Monday night. Tuesday night, we went to Citricos. And, you know, like, price-wise, they're all sort of in a similar bracket. Yeah. And, ugh, La Cellier, Boathouse, blew Citricos away. Man. I'm I'm not, that's fine. I'm just, I'm shocked. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like, I don't have specific complaints. Yeah. To me, it was just very generic food that I could have gotten for a much lower price somewhere else. Yeah. And so to have gone from these two great experiences, I, 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 I put it out there on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, Twitter, um, because I, I was uh, questioning, should we go to Le Cellier or should we go to Yachtsman? And I got a lot of people saying like, no, don't do you Le Cellier, do Yachtsman. And I'm like, well, you know, I, fucking love Yachtsman. It's my favorite. Yachtsman is my favorite. But people were like, oh, you know, like Le Cellier is iffy. And I ended up going with Le Cellier because I haven't done it in many years. So we did that and damn, it was awesome. Yeah. And then Boathouse is always awesome. 
and then we did Citricos, and I was like, oh. man. So there you go. That's always been my favorite, but I haven't been now, to be honest, yeah. in probably two years. So I hope, I hope this is not a decline in Citricos. It's not bad. It scares I, me. It's not bad. It's it just like I don't, me. I don't see the value. It scares me. I don't even remember the last time I went to Citricos. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been two years. It scares me. So you, you're scaring me a little bit with that because it definitely bothers me. Oh. I just thought it was well, okay. It was yeah. Okay. I hope it hasn't declined. That's what I'm saying. Um, well, okay. There you go. I'm I'm worried now. I'm worried about Citrico. I'm glad that my final thought could worry you. Yeah, thank you. Ah. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm going to go the other way. On my final thought, I'd like to say happy Valentine's Day to you two. Oh, gross. Yes. Yay, thank you. Yeah. But then if you're going to say gross, I will just set it to Skipper Dick Ritchie then. Uh, happy thanks, Valentine's Day. Thanks. Happy Valentine's Day to you too, buddy. Yeah, here's some candy hearts. Oh, yay. Mm. Yeah, this one says to be mine. It's delicious. Mine says, suck your own dick. Oh, oh you, that is so ew. hard to do. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I would terrible. never try that. Who yeah, I've never that? tried that's it. The that would be ridiculous. That would worst. be ridiculous to try that. Why would that. you even say that? That's... No one, no man would ever actually try that. I am offended. Mm. I am offended yeah. at this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. What? What do I see? It's the final float around oh! the corner. There it is. Beads, Thanks for listening. Beads. Oh, the beads. The final Mardi Gras. I'm pulling up my shirt. My Throw shirt me. is up. No. Hey, asshole. I'm... You don't fucking flash at floats. I'm... That. Wait. What? No. Do you tweet? Is that tweet? breaking protocol? <sighs> Damn it. I'm even tweaking my okay. nipples right now. Stop it. No. You don't I didn't flash. I did pierced, Rich. Right? I didn't know you were pierced. Yeah, they're nice that way. No, well, I wasn't talking about your nipples. They used to be, but, <laughs> you know. Anyway, um, no, you you flash in the quarter if you're a tourist. At the parades, you just jump up and down and say, throw me some, mister, and... That is not what I saw on Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why it lies to you. It's a fucking joke, and... I that's like where I get Girls all Gone my Wild information. I like the Girls Gone Wild one more. <sighs> I feel like that's where I get most of my information. Look, if you want to go to the quarter, you'll see plenty of boobs. Don't get me wrong. But none of them are local. They're all tourists. And that's what they do. I don't care. Rich, right. Rich, I will see you down at the French Quarter. All right. I'm uh, on my way. <laughs> we'll see you there. There it is. The final parade float has gone by. Yeah, Rhiannon, Rhiannon forgot her <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening. Adios. Bye-bye. Kongaloosh. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. That's an echo, gentlemen. Just a little something we have here in Louisiana. A little parlor trick, don't worry. Sit down at my table. Put your minds at ease. If you relax and will enable me. To do anything I please I can read your future I can change it around some too I look deep into your heart and soul You do have a soul, don't you, Lawrence? Make your wildest dreams come true I got voodoo, I got voodoo I got things I ain't even tried And I got friends on the other side He's got friends on the other side The car the cards, the cards will tell The past, the present, and the future as well The cards, the cards Just take three 
Take a little trip into your future with me Now you young man are from across the sea You come from two long lines of royalty I'm a royal myself on my mother's side Your lifestyle's high But your funds are low You need to marry a little honey who's dead and got dough Mama dad cut you off, huh, playboy? Now you're gonna get hitched, but hitching ties you down. You just wanna be free, hop from place to place. But freedom takes green. <laughs> it's the green, it's the green, it's the green you need. And when I look into your future, it's the green that I see. On you, little man, I don't wanna waste much time. You've been pushed around all your life. You've been pushed round by your mother and your sister and your brother. And if you was married, you'd be pushed round by your wife. But in your future, the you I see is exactly the man you always wanted to be. Shake my hand. Come on, boys. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Yes. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Transformation Central. Transformation Central. Transformation Central. Transformation Central. Can you feel it? You're changing, you're changing, you're changing. All right. I hope you're satisfied. But if you ain't. Don't blame me, you can blame my friends on the other.